and welcome to Calling Monster Island, where Godzilla movies go from that's a lot of fish to that's a lot of trash. And today, we'll be reviewing the entire anime trilogy. The entire anime trilogy. Yeah, so we're, we're going to review the entire thing, the whole anime trilogy. And here's the dumb thing. I said when um I said when I thought Gojira Shingiru Point was when I thought uh Gojira Shingiru Point was going to come out in March I thought okay so I have about a whole weekend to watch uh Gojira Shingiru Point <laughs> I don't know, I just, I, I like saying it like that. Um, you know, so I thought, okay, so I have a whole, a whole, you know, week to cover this. And then we'll do GVK. And then, boom, we're, we're done with, uh, March. And I planned a whole bunch of stuff for April. And I was like, ooh, we're gonna cover the whole anime trilogy and do whatever. So... Here we are at April 20th. Uh, I just covered Godzilla vs. Kong yesterday. And uh, I am literally running around for time. So I may, I may do on the promise and uh, I'm gonna, gonna review the anime trilogy. And uh, just real quick before we get started. Uh, we do have a little itty bitty bit of news. Um, but real quick, if you don't understand the, um, the little quote at the beginning, the, the season five exclusive quote for the beginning of the show, um, that's okay. Basically what it means is, um, like, basically it's like, you know, a whole... Godzilla movies go from a whole lot of fish, referencing G98, to that's a whole lot of trash, to how I, like, you know, kind of review bomb these bad, uh, old Godzilla films. So, yeah, just wanted to clear that up in case you didn't understand the new slogan. So, yeah, let's, let's, uh get in to actual news now. So, basically, the only real news, uh, we got some news about Gojira Shingiru Point. So, Gojira Shingiru Point will release internationally on Netflix on, uh, let, let me see the exact date. Because um, I know there's an exact date. It was sometime in June. Um, oh, uh, just sometime in June 2021. So, okay. <laughs> um, uh, so... 
There are officially four episodes all on Netflix. And, yeah. So, there's officially some actual episodes on Netflix. And, boy oh boy, have, uh, have we got a lot of uh, monsters that have appeared. So, um, one of the things that has surfaced is, it's funny because what I'm talking about is a water monster. Uh, the thing that we saw in the trailer and everybody freaked out and was like, oh my gosh, is that Titanosaurus? No, it's it's a completely new Godzilla called Godzilla Aquatulus. And so basically it's like a Godzilla that has, you know, it, it has adapted to the water, I guess? Uh, <laughs> um, you know, of course, we don't know very much about it as at all, you know? But, um, yeah. <laughs> so, okay. There was a, um, an end credits scene right at the end that, um, I I feel like we need to talk about. So, at the end of episode two, and of course, these are all surfaced images from Japan, you know, you, you can't watch this in America or anything, but here, here's a list of all the monsters. Godzilla Ultima, or, you know, our main Godzilla. Godzilla Aquatulus, Rodan, Jet Jaguar, Angurus, Manda, so Manda has been confirmed, the Redosaurus from, uh, Beast from 20,000, Beast from 20,000 Fathoms, uh, a T-Rex portrait, a Triceratops toy, a Stegosaurus toy, or no, Stegosaurus art, and then a, um, a Pterodon toy, and, um, for anyone who's seen the movie, uh, Orochi the Eight-Headed Dragon from the 90s, Utsuno Ikusagami, the, um, the god of light, I think, uh, there's a mask of him, um, a new thing called or maybe, it, maybe it's not a new thing. Quetzalcoatlus. Um, there's a cell phone case that looks like Baragon. And then there's a cell phone mascot that looks like Mogra. Um, not Mogira from the Heisei era. Uh, Mogra from the Mysterians. And then there... So this, this is where it starts off for... All of the monsters seen in the end credit scene. So, there was a baby Godzilla egg. That's like the first thing we see in the end credit scene. Is a baby Godzilla egg. And then if you remember the uh, parasitic plant from uh, Godzilla vs. Mechagodzilla 2 that infected the eggs... With the, you know, like, Godzilla virus, what made the, uh, what made the pterodon eggs, 
what made one of them hatch into a baby Godzilla, you know? Um, the Shipnaeocus? I don't know how to pronounce it. Um, we see Biolante in the ending. We see uh, Hedera in the ending. We see a Mega Nuon. We see uh, a Shakiris from Godzilla 84. We see Kumonga, and here's what I freaking love about the end. We see Zone Fighter, Zone Angel, and Zone Junior. And we see Mothra, and King Caesar, and Kiryu, and Megalon's horn? We don't actually see Megalon, but yeah. And then we see a Super X pencil topper in the ending. So it's not the actual Super X, it's just Pencil Tapper. Um, we see the M Space Hunter Nebula, Nebula aliens in the in the ending. We see the Black Hole Planet 3 aliens in the ending. And we see the Shobijin and the Exilians in the ending. So, wow. We see a lot. Um, and actually... We don't see the Exilians, period, like, you know, a whole ton of Exilians. We see one in particular, and that one in particular being Namakawa from probably my favorite movie to feature uh, King Ghidorah, Invasion of Astro Monster. I love Invasion of Astro Monster. Um, so, yeah. Um, there's new toy images. Uh, we got an official image, uh, an official, like, you know, clear resolution image of Manda and Anguirus, not just the leaks we found online, and then a figure of Godzilla Aquatilus, um, and then, of course, the regular Godzilla Ultima and Jet Jaguar toys that have already been out for a while, so, yeah, that's kind of all the news. It was all uh, singular point based. Wait! No, there's one, two, two more things I want to talk about. One of them is not really news. I just want to talk about it because it's awesome. Um, and the other one is actually news. So I'll cover the actual news thing first. Um, so, uh, there's a Godzilla singular point game. So the Godzilla Singular Point game is actually a instant runner game. So it's not like one of those, uh, you know, it's not like the no internet game with the little T-Rex that jumps over cactus that Google has when you don't have any internet. It's like you get a bird's eye view of the street and you are, um, three, you are one of three of the Otaki factories, um, you know, mechanisms, and you are basically dodging Rodans that are, you know, uh, flying at you. And, uh, by the way, just in case you didn't know, the, uh, the, the, you know, more, like, fleshed out and very colorful, Rodan that we saw in the trailer, that is actually just a juvenile Rodan, and the more 
you know, traditional looking ones are uh, full adult Rodans. Um, and the, so the three things you play as, you play as the Otaki, what, there was a, uh, there's a specific name for it, it's like a specific car, like a cart car, like an an Otaki cart car or something, something like that, and there is, of course, Jet Jaguar, which the Jet Jaguar sprite looks really dumb because it's a bird's eye view of it. So it doesn't even, you can't even hardly tell it's Jet Jaguar. But then, the best of them all, which will actually be a segue into the other thing I'm talking about, is Harvey. Harvey, which is the thing I wanted to talk about, looks, um, if you ever watched the uh, Godzilla the series in the early, well in the late 90s, um, it looks like Nigel, <laughs> my by far my favorite character from uh, Godzilla the series. Definitely the highlight of that show um, is Nigel, and he looks almost exactly like him. And what I've noticed a lot with Godzilla Singular Point is what they are like, what they like to do is they really like to not quite bring back some of their older monsters or something like that, you know, some of their older things, but they like to make homages to them. So I think this is a very nice homage to the fantastic Nigel. Nigel, not Nigel. <laughs> um, so yes, I, uh, I guess... That's pretty much all I wanted to talk about for news. So, uh, yeah, let's move on to <sighs> the stupid anime trilogy. Uh, here's one thing that I expect from Godzilla Shingya Point. I expect it to be better than this trash heap. So... Without further ado, I present to you the Godzilla Anime Trilogy. And for people who like the Anime Trilogy, I said this in my top 10 best Godzilla moments episode, and I'll say it here again. I'm sorry if you like this, I'm going to totally blast the Anime Trilogy. So, I'm sorry if you like it, but I hate it, so. <laughs> um, and there are actually prequel novels to this. And, see, the thing about prequel novels is that a lot of the times, prequel novels are better than the actual movie. So, like, the prequel novel for for this, the prequel novel for this is actually good like the three prequel novels for this are actually good um and they're actually you know they're not just stupid so anyways i'll i'll explain it in a little bit um but this first movie is called godzilla planet of the monsters so 
basically Godzilla Planet of the Monsters is about how basically monsters have taken over the earth. It's like the 2040s and monsters have just absolutely annihilated everything. And so there's a group of people that are going into space. And our main character, uh, Haruo, I forget his last name because he's a stupid character that I'm pretty much never going to remember. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he just, he did some stuff. Like, his parents helped with, you know, making sure everybody left instead of actually leaving. And it, they died because they didn't go. And Haruo is like, I blame Godzilla for this. He killed them. No, your your parents sacrificed himself. Yeah, sacrificed himself, air quotes. <laughs> We'll get to that in, uh, later. We'll, we'll get to that later. Um, so basically, I mean, all that really happens in this first movie is just developing the story. So, and the story is stupid. The story that is even here is, like, terrible. Um, but basically what the story is, is that they go up into space and they just float there for 20 years. They literally just float there for 20 years. And they're like, we gotta do something. We can't just sit here. So they're like, well, let's go into warp speed. So they go into warp speed, and really all that does is it brings them 2,000 years in the future. It's like, well, no, 20,000, not 2,000, 20,000, to the point of where Godzilla has terraformed the planet into just like a living biome for monsters, but he is like the only monster left. But anyways, they find a a Godzilla, and they're like, ooh, it's Godzilla, let's kill it. So they end up killing this Godzilla that is named Godzilla Phileas. And Godzilla Phileas is essentially a clone of Godzilla that does not have the same abilities of Godzilla. So they kill this thing, and then all of a sudden... Godzilla comes up and he's like, you better not have killed one of my Phileases, Philii, <laughs> I don't know, and they're like, oh, he's a lot bigger than I thought, like the, like the old, uh, Taco Bell commercial for G98, I think I'm going to need a bigger box, <laughs> um, gosh, you know, I... <sighs> I would have even, you know, rather, rather covered G98 than this. It's like, that's how bad this is. And to be fair, it's like, you know, 
the acting and stuff in G98 is bad. But the storyline is followable. And the marketing is what I just freaking love. I love the marketing so much. And, you know, I love the story behind it. But, you know, it's it's still a pretty bad movie of how it turned out being. But, you know, it's still something that I can enjoy when I watch it. This... I cannot enjoy, I cannot, like, I can hardly sit through it. And just think, I have, you know, in order, if you want to cover this on a podcast, you have to watch three of these trash movies. Yeah, anyways. Basically, um, it's just, you know, them... Settling into the new Earth. And, yeah. So, also, another thing they did, because they thought this was a good idea, is they made alliances with aliens. They made an alliance with these guys named the Bill Saludo. And the Bill Saludo are basically uh, the M-Space Hunter Nebula... Not M-Space Hunter Nebula aliens. They're the... Black Hole Planet 3 Aliens, basically. And they have developed a... Oh, the only thing that these both races have different is that these guys don't have a weird green monkey face under their skin. (laughs) Um, So, the Bill of Saludo have developed this tech called nanometal and basically essentially what nanometal does is it can break itself down and reform itself so if you ever saw big hero 6 and the nano machines it's almost like that where you know it's uh, a lot of tiny particles constantly destroying and rebuilding itself into something new. But this turns into, like, liquid metal. So, essentially, what it does is, like, melts part of its body and reshapes it into what it wants itself to be. So, there was, they actually developed a Mechagodzilla, and, you know, if this Mechagodzilla didn't work, then that was their other plan, is to leave Earth. But they weren't thinking of that, so they were like, oh, the Mechagodzilla is just going to work. And then he wouldn't freaking turn on, so they ended up having to leave Earth, and Godzilla destroyed the area that it was in. And, yeah. So that's uh, Alien Team number one. And Alien Team number two is... Uh, I'm just going to say it. They're the Exilians. They're just the Exif. The Exif is their actual name, but they're just straight up a copy of the Exilians that don't wear the cool visors or, you know, 
any of the cool Showa attire. And don't wear the cool Millennium cloaks and stuff like that. They're just absolute weirdos. And they all have this long blonde hair. It's like the Billo Saluto all look like they have scars all over their face. But the Exif all have very pale skin and very long, pale, blonde hair, which both of them are just insane. So, basically, the Exif's world was destroyed by a creature. And they came to Earth and they were like, Hey guys, so our world was destroyed by monsters, and we can help, basically. And it's like the Exif and the Bill of Saludo hate each other, so they're like constantly going at each other's throats. They're constantly like, you, your plan isn't right, only I know how to do this. And it's like... Listen, boys, you both know how to do this perfectly well, but, you know, it's like, just, I don't know. It's All I can say about these two species of aliens is that neither one of them look like aliens, okay? In all of the, in all of the Godzilla movies, you know, even if they were trying to hide it or not, the aliens always had some way of either saying, Hi, we're aliens, to the viewer, or saying, Hi, we want something, but once we get it, we're just going to kill you in return, to the, to the viewer. They always had some kind of defining feature. With the Showa Exilians, well actually let's start out with the Mysterians, I guess. With the Mysterians, they had this weird policy of not taking off their mask, you know. They couldn't take off their mask. They could never take off any part of their uniform. And then the Exilians, you know, they wear this very formal, like, general outfits, every single one of them. You know, they all look like clones. They all wear the exact same clothes, and they all look the exact same. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> I inhaled spit. <laughs> um, the, uh, the Planet 3 black hole aliens, they all wear, they all wore these insanely bright neon orange uh, uniforms. And a pink undershirt, you know, to always tell them, hey, something's up. And every single one of them had black hair. And with the... With the, um... The Cetopians, yes. With the Cetopians, they had, um, you know, all of their people that were going up to the surface... Uh, all tried to dress like normal people, but never seemed to have the attitude of normal people. 
um, the Planet 3 black hole aliens, um, they always, like, were totally, like, they always felt like they were hiding something from everyone. And, of course, they have ape faces and laser guns. <laughs> but it's like, I, I think you get the point, you know? Every alien species has some kind of defining thing that says, Hey, we are bad guys. And this, you know, these species, the these two species, have nothing that really defines them. They just look like very unhealthy humans. They just like they just look like regular but very unhealthy humans. I I don't know. They they just look weird. So yeah, essentially that's the first movie. Now where this comes up is this is where this comes up. So the prequel novels are all about how the monsters took over the world and not oh we're plummeting we're in space oh you know it's like the the prequels were actually good but this you know it's it, anyways uh now godzilla edge of the city battle or city mecha godzilla edge battle mecha godzilla edgy City battle. Wait, no, I got it. Godzilla City on the Edge of Battle. So this ballistic title that everybody makes fun of because of how stupid it is is essentially the worst of all three. And you know, all of these anime movies are all horrible. But this is the one that was the worst. So. So. Uh, all the people are. Exploring in the wilderness. And. They find. This group of people. And I was about to look it up. But I remember their name. A group of people. Called the Hautuo. I think I'm pronouncing that right. Hautuo. And they are essentially the Mothra people. And they worship Mothra. And they have a big cave where there is a part of a Mothra egg. Where essentially you can put your hand on it and pray. And some people, you know, there had said they they had experienced miracles before. Something like that. Um, but, you know, a lot of people just don't really get anything out of it. Um, so, yeah, I mean, basically they find these people, they go out exploring some more. And then guess what they find? They find a big old fat city. And that city is exactly where Mechagodzilla got blown up. And basically, what happened 
was Mechagodzilla uh, after it was destroyed. Its head somehow survived. Somehow. <laughs> its head somehow survived. And basically the brain of the thing told itself, Hey, build yourself into a city. Basically, it it was a replica of the um, plant that built Mechagodzilla on the Saludo planet. And it's got turrets and nice security and everything. And the Saludo just ram in and they're like, it, this is ours, yay! And so Godzilla, of course, has something to say about this. So he rams in and he's like, I'm going to destroy this city. And this city almost, like, takes out his shield because this Godzilla has a weird shield thing. And he goes burning Godzilla and, like, melts part of the city down and just blows it up. And the stupid Bill Saluto guy... Uh, kills Haruo, not Haruo, kills Haruo's girlfriend and the actual, and himself, and tries to kill Haruo, but does not succeed. And it, it's just, it's just a bunch of trash. Is what it is. It's a bunch of big, fat pieces of trash. Um. So. Basically, that happens. And now let's move on to. Uh. Godzilla Planet Eater. I just want to be done with covering these movies. Movies. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it's a joke. Get it? Because they're not really movies. They're just trash pieces. Um. So okay. Essentially. The EXIF get proved as the bad guys. Finally, they were the ones behind it all. They're the ones who shot and filmed the anime trilogy. But anyways, basically, they convince uh, all these people, hey, there's a god that we used to worship on our planet, and... I th we think you should worship it too. So they get them into this basically like cult. And they start worshipping Ghidorah. And they start bowing down to it. And they drink this soup basically. This cult drinks this like soup. And the soup essentially puts them in sync with the spiritual world kind of kind of sort of and Ghidorah kills them every single one of them 
and there's this whole dimensional plot, and yeah. Again, it's just a bunch of trash. And Haruo abandons his uh, Haruo wife because he gets her pregnant and then he just goes and kills himself with the body of his dead girlfriend. Basically, you know the way he kills himself? He flies into the, one of these things called a vulture, and he, he flies over Godzilla, and Godzilla obliterates him. And it's like, nice. And it's like, uh, uh it, it, it's like, uh, leaving people sure runs in, uh, Harlow's DNA. Because, <laughs> uh, first his parents left him, and then he leaves his, uh, wife, basically. Um, so, yeah, I don't know, it's, again, it's not like I said, oh, I love the anime trilogy, that's why I'm covering it. It's like, really, what I wanted to do for all of season five is I wanted to talk about bad movies. So here you go, it's a really bad movie. It's a collection of bad movies, actually. It's a trinity of bad movies. Um, okay. Let's move on to favorite and least favorite moments. So this is just... I have to do a favorite moment for each and every single one of these movies. That's gonna be hard. Um, basically, my favorite moment for for each of these movies is every time Godzilla shows up. He's like, okay, I'm here to make this movie somewhat enjoyable. Um. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I guess. Yeah, that. And then, my least favorite moment for every movie is any time that, that it involves Haru. Because I hate Haru. I think he's so stupid and i i was i won't say i was glad he died but i'm glad that he wasn't so haruo ish in the third movie is i guess what i'll say um a monster design Godzilla just looks really buff, basically. It's like, that's really the only way I can describe him. Uh, Mechagodzilla looks like somebody took a bunch of, like, probably 60 billion knives, took something way sharper than a knife, and cut off all the tips of the knife and put it into some kind of shape. That basically looks somewhat like a Mecha Godzilla, but left the tips of the knives on the dorsal spines. I really don't know how to describe this Mecha Godzilla just because of how complex his design is. And then Mothra makes an appearance for like five seconds, so I guess I'll talk about her. Uh, base essentially. 
she is just a big silhouette of a butterfly. And then Ghidorah, who uh, shows up in the Planet Eater. Um, he's three heads of Ghidorah, but super angular and super pointy. And his heads come out of three black holes instead of actually a Ghidorah body. And then the last thing, the Servum. So the Servum just looks like a Ghidorah, a tiny Ghidorah that is a itty bitty bit bigger than a human that is either a worm or can fly. And it's all black. It's not gold. Okay. Impact. Pretty much everybody in the entire universe hates these movies. Probably even people who were in them. So yeah, that's the impact of these stupid pieces of trash. Final thoughts. I hated it. There you go. Um, but yeah, I, I just really didn't like these movies. Okay. So now, uh, what else is going to happen? After, you know, or like during some time, I'm going to, like, the next thing I'm going to cover, and I'm not going to cover these together. These deserve their own separate episodes. But I will be covering uh, G98. The next episode after that will be uh, G98, the series. And then after that will be Godzilla Dominion. Okay, there you go. That's the end. We talked about the anime trilogy. Hope you liked it. (laughs) I didn't because the anime trilogy is my least favorite bit of... Godzilla movies, so, yeah, anime, yeah, Godzilla's singular point needs to be better, that's all I'm gonna say, okay, have a good, have a good day, or afternoon, or evening, depending on when you are listening to this, and, uh, yeah, I can't believe I covered every single one of the anime films just in this one episode but i did and it's done so goodbye